The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to talk about our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. I am Adam and... Oh no, hang on, I didn't... didn't, (laughs) We'll talk about what we're doing first. This week we are talking about... Albums that turn 20 years old this year, so released in 2002. And there's some good albums, isn't there? I am Adam, De- and definitely. of course I'm here with Simon. Hello, and good day to you, sir. Hello, how you doing, man? Um, I'm grand, mate. Yeah, grand. Um, good. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. 2002 is uh, right in the wheelhouse of me being very much a teenager. So mm, I think it was... Uh... Well, it was a year I left school. Um, oh, I said just just before we started recording that uh, 2003, I think, was the year for me. There was so so many albums. So when we do this again next year, then we'll have a lot to talk about for the 20 years episode. But um, we'll Definitely. get we'll get through this one first. How um how... <laughs> get through this one? Yeah, we'll just get through this one. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's weird. It's been like it's been three weeks since we last spoke. I know we said in the episode. In the last episode, we'll do it. We won't skip a week. We'll do it quicker than we normally do. We've actually been longer than we normally do. So uh, yeah, we've had a few complaints, haven't we? That our episode hasn't come out soon enough. So yeah. Yeah. apologies to those people. We've we've had some life stuff. I went on holiday. All sorts of shit happened. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Adam will speak about that when we when I ask him how he's <laughs> he's been this time. But yeah, um, yeah, been good. Yeah, awesome. Like I said, I went to Spain. Um, to see my dad, that was really nice. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's it. Uh, I haven't really done that much. Just been chilling. Still watching X-Files. Uh, We're on nice. series, series six now. Um, so yeah, it's been really good. Vicky really has the itch for... Kind of like we watched Buffy and Angel. She yeah. got really into it and she was like, oh, can, you know, can we watch Buffy? Can we watch Angel? And now she's got the itch for more molder nice um yeah so yeah it's really good but yeah um how have you been brother no i i got some i got some on top of that um gta 4 have you played that much you the picture oh yeah gta 4 um yes i have played a bit of it i haven't played it since i got back from holiday um but i have been noticing some awesome things on the game and why people say that it's possibly the best one yeah because it pretty much has everything that you can do in five except more i think there's like people have said five is incredible game obviously it's you know huge and fast and all that stuff but the amount of detail that's been put into this one i can see and the story not saying the story in five isn't interesting because i love those characters but the story in this one is really good like i feel like you actually really invested in the character plus you can make choices where you can kill people not kill people and do stuff like that and i feel like they should have toyed with that more in five, but I guess it opens up a whole new door of, you know, things. I mean, personally, my favorite video game 
of all time, I think, is Mass Effect 2, which nah. obviously has a lot of choices and, yeah. you know, you can. that's what the Mass Effect games are. So I like that. So, yeah, I'm really invested in 4 now. I'll give you an update next time. Nice. But, yeah, it's awesome. Excellent. Um, yeah, I, well, I've actually been playing a new game as well. Uh, I've been playing Ooh. Outer Wilds. What the f- is that? Uh, it's, uh, so it's basically like uh, it's an exploration game. It's a space exploration game. Think of something like oh, that shitty space game that came out that got good after a while. I bought it like when it was new release. Oh, No Man's Sky. That's the one, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, apparently that's really good now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, this yeah. one, it, I, the the physics and what you do is similar. Uh, it's basically a, a 22-minute loop. Uh, then your son goes supernova and destroys everything. And you just kind of oh, keep going okay. back and working out what's happening. Uh, so there's no oh. combat or anything, anything like that. It's just a mystery, and it's so, so good. Um, that's interesting. What's it called? Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, really good. But I um I, I played it for the last time last night. It's not something you can go back and play. Uh I, I've played it pretty much solidly for the last probably two, two and a half weeks every night. Nice. And um I I yeah, I I had enough of it and I was like, right, I'm close to the end. I'm gonna look up the ending. <laughs> in tr- oh. in true men podcasting badly style, <laughs> if uh there's anybody listening who used to listen to the old podcasts, we we never used to complete games. Uh, it's my old podcast as well, if anybody's new here. Uh, before I started this one, it was, it was talking about games. And yeah, we never completed games. We went on... <laughs> Sorry, someone's just taking his arm off. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we... Sorry, that probably put you off. I can see without them. I don't know why I've got them on, so I'm just yeah. going to take them off. Good. My glasses have broke, people. They are being held together right now by sellotape. And Adam was laughing because I just... <laughs> Pulled the fucking arm <laughs> off again. Uh, but yeah, I'm podcast, uh, podcasting badly. Uh, we talk about games. We we play old games and then go on YouTube and watch the ending and talk about and talk about it. We never actually complete any. So uh, yes, in uh, I did it in true mem podcasting badly style. Uh, but yeah, no, it was so good. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to play now. I don't. Know, I have no idea. But I thought I'd say How that. What do you play on? What do you play on Steam? Um. um steam and uh, i got some good old games uh, yeah is it gog games i think it's good old games games oh okay yeah because uh, there's a shitload of stuff on steam there's just so much stuff on there yeah just depends what you like yeah i did well i i paid for the xbox pass it was like a pound and you can get it you get it on pc as well and i i down- nice. i think i downloaded outer worlds and subnautica it's meant to be a quite a oh similar yeah game. i've i watched um some subnautica playthroughs yeah. And it looked like awesome. That looks like a really, really cool game. Yeah. Um, but, I, I want to get round to playing that eventually. Subnautica. Yeah. Looks sick. I've got it. But uh, so, well, uh, now is probably the best time as any to say. I, the reason why uh, we missed so much. I mean, Simon said he was on holiday. I, I've been struggling with my back uh, the last couple of weeks. I've said before on the show I have back problems, but I haven't really had any or much, many. I don't know the right word there. Uh, for probably three, four years now, but um, yeah, it's got pretty bad the last couple of weeks. And I've had very little motivation to do anything, uh, to be honest. But, and I'm not sure it, it could be because like where, where I sit playing my when, where I sit playing my laptop uh, is um, sort of back against the wall uh, on our like dining room table. And I don't know if being sort of hunched up with the controller in front of me is it could be a reason for that. So. I can't really play Subnautica now because I don't. I want to do something other than sitting at my computer <laughs> downstairs in the evenings. Uh, so Adam's taken up yoga. 
Yeah. I don't know if that'll make that'll it worse or not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe not. Yeah, I just sort of I've been doing as little as possible. Can you just not like get a mount where you have the screen over you and you just lay down? <laughs> you know, like a mic arm. Yeah. But just for a monitor. <laughs> so you can just lay down and you, you just look up. Yeah, that would probably be quite bad for it. That'd be worse for Do it. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, the reason why I've been, I, I said again, I said before we started recording, I've been even struggling to get out of bed in the morning. It takes me about a minute, minute and a half to get out of bed, and the reason for that is because I'm not moving in the in the <laughs> night, so I just sort of seize up and I'm really stiff in the mornings. I did offer to bring my hammer over and <laughs> go go on the back, but he wasn't up for that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like I said, I'm used to it. It's it's, it's life for me. It's just annoying that is annoying yeah i don't i don't know i don't, I don't want to go into it too much i don't i don't want it to be like a sob story i know there's lots of people who've got it much worse worse than i have but at the same time i've not been able to do very much the last yeah but back is anno- <laughs> back, back is annoying everyone's known everyone who's ever suffered from a bad back or had backache or anything even if it's only for like a day knows that back and neck is the worst one for me yeah. but back or neck issues are so fucking annoying because you don't realize how often yeah you know you take them for granted and you use them for everything like fluid neck movements and back movements yeah so when something does happen you're like holy shit i literally use these muscles <laughs> and my spine like all the time yeah <laughs> so it just sucks that you can't do stuff like you would normally do like even standing up or like you said yeah getting out of bed yeah a minute is a it's... long time if all you're doing is trying to get out of bed. It doesn't sound right <laughs> off. It is. It's a long time. Uh, but uh, yeah, true. no, I just wanted to go over that really quick, just to just to say that and apologise for and um, the um, I I was a bit late doing the the ultimate lineup uh, voting things on on our Discord a few times just because like I yeah it just it just sucked all the motivation out of me and and I was really struggling to do anything. So um, yeah. Apologies, but uh, yeah, let's get back on with what else. Literally, I haven't, I haven't really done much over the last couple, uh, three weeks, really, other than that, uh, to be honest. So, well, yeah, maybe move on to some news, if uh, unless there's anything else you want to add on, on top of that. Uh, I just want to say, I know you're going to talk about the Ultimate lineup probably in a second, but I just want to say how really well and happy I am with the Discord at the moment. Like We've had a lot of people joining, so... yeah. Thank you to everyone that's joined the Discord because it's been really awesome chatting to everyone and also everyone voting on the ultimate lineup. It's given us a bit more fire because now there's loads of people voting and we're like, yes. Yeah. So um, if you, you know, if you want to stay in contact with us and chat to other people, I mean, there was just loads of people chatting on there to each other, you know, about who we thought was going to be on next year's lineup. And then we were talking about the ultimate lineup that we've done. So yeah, come and join us on our Discord because it's getting really, really cool now and we want as if you're a fan of the show, trust me, you'll love it. Just come on, yeah. chat to everyone about anything you want. You know, we got there's there's memes on there. There's talks about download. You don't have to talk about musical download. We can talk about whatever the hell you want. Just come over, say hello, and we'll chat. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, uh, well, let's talk about it now, actually, shall we? Um, uh, going off of that, I I think I will add a gaming channel on there as well, so people can come on and talk about games. But yeah, so we, uh, as of yesterday, I think it was, we finished the Sunday headliner. I don't know what to call it. It's like a tournament bracket, but I don't want to call it a tournament because it's not really a tournament. It technically is a tournament. Yeah, yeah. okay. Tournament. Really? I mean, it is a tournament yeah. for the ultimate lineup. It is a tournament. Yeah. 
Um, battle. It's a battle. It's a fight. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, the, the final came down to Iron Maiden versus Linkin Park. And Linkin Park won it quite easily. Do you know, I was thinking to myself when that happened, I was thinking, how annoyed is Adam right now that Iron <laughs> Maiden d- didn't get into the headliners? <laughs> I know. Uh, a little bit. Uh, I, I, well, the, the, the stage before that was Iron Maiden versus Ramstein. And uh, I said mm. from the beginning, it was, um, I'll, I'll run each one for 24 hours. Uh, so people will have time to come on and vote. And at 24 hours, Iron Maiden were in the lead. And then the next day, probably another 12 hours later, Ramstein were in the lead. And I thought, well, I, well, I can't. I'm going to look like an asshole if I just automatically put Iron Maiden through. If people didn't see it. <laughs> Luckily, I was so lucky I took a screenshot. Because that's the only screenshot I've taken. Probably because it was only so, because it was so close. But I took a yeah. screenshot like uh, just over the 24-hour mark of Iron Maiden winning. But, uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I did post go. it up in the in the Discord because I didn't want to look like an asshole by putting Iron Maiden through over Ramstein <laughs> when it looked like Ramstein won. I mean, well, they did, but just people weren't. Oh, it was enough. good though. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Um, shall I, shall I, shall I read out who's in line for uh for the sub headliners? Yes. for the Friday. Yeah. Well, uh, quickly before we do that, so the headliners are on the Friday. Um, who the fuck won it on the Friday? Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah, they did. Oh, it, was, it was ages ago. Um, Slipknot won the Friday one. Metallica won the Saturday one. And Linkin Park won the Sunday. I don't think Linkin Park were in it on the any of the other two days. Have they only ever headlined the Sunday? No, they were in the Saturday. Oh, were they? Oh, they okay. must have been because, they yeah, they have, were. They must have they been were. knocked out really early. Cause it must have been against someone, yeah, yeah. pretty decent. Okay. Yeah, so as I'd said, ultimate, our ultimate download uh, festival lineup as voted for by you guys and us we get we get a vote as well yeah um friday slipknot saturday metallica and sunday linkin park so now we'll be moving on to sub headliners um which adam has done a lovely list for us on discord so i'll read out quickly so garbage deftones velvet revolver judas priest corn them crooked vultures the darkness Chasing status. I love how that's just <laughs> randomly in there. Amazing. Uh, Bullet My Valentine, Rob Zombie, Judas Priest, Corn Again, Prophets of Rage, Bullet My Valentine Again, Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, and A Day to Remember. So come over to the Discord, help us vote. You know, if there's a bands that you love, you guys get to vote. So who will be the sub sub headliner for our Friday Ultimate lineup? So yeah, come over to the Discord and um, vote. Because it's good fun. I was so yeah. like, oh my god, they're gonna win. And then like a couple of hours later, the other like band was winning, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> sorry. I, I, no. Yeah. I, think... I keep you know, What? Sorry. Just quickly, just because I just swore. I've been really annoyed at myself in the last couple. I can't for some reason. I don't swear that much in normal circumstances, but when I'm on this podcast. I can't stop swearing. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I never swear this much. But when I'm on this podcast, it's F every couple of sentences. So I'm really, really trying my best to cut it, even though I've already said the F word twice. Yeah. <laughs> I can't... Well, I don't know. It depends on what you cut out, but I've already yeah. said it at least once. I probably so... I, I don't cut out much of your stuff because you don't mess up very much. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I just talk a load of trash that you don't cut out. So everyone thinks I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, no, but it's always good <laughs> But it's sorry. Just apologize. That's fine. Yeah, it's good trash. I, I don't actually know if I, I... I swear quite a bit, I think, generally. I don't know how much I swear on this. I, I don't really notice it, but I wonder if it's because I swear... Uh, without 
worrying about it without prompting <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's part of my vocabulary it, it, but yeah if i'm thinking of something i don't like silence i'm like oh what is this what's this fucking thing oh, yeah, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's my it's a pause instead of a pause mm. that's fine i was just like <laughs> uh, come on sigh maybe not as much <laughs> so but keep it to like two swears this whole episode right at the beginning yeah I'll be happy <laughs> i'm gonna add them in the other sentences throughout the, the rest of the episode <laughs> if you say fuck two more times there's 46 <laughs> fucks in this fucked up rhyme oh jesus we have the limp link limp yeah limp biscuit in the ultimate lineup yeah that'll be they uh so yeah so there's two things i want to talk about one going back to it there's not as much uh not many bands repeating on the the Friday on on the, the subheadliner, so it'll be a few more bands that will be voted for. Mm-hmm. I think I know who's going to win right at the beginning, but like you said, it's it's cool. It's cool to do the voting. It's cool to see who gets there, um, and there might be some big upsets. So yeah, yeah, awesome. All for yeah, it. Come and join us. Uh, like I said, I'm going to put a gaming one in. There was something else I was going to say about the Friday that you said, but uh, it's gone. Anyway, um, but I wasn't sure whether to... This is my download thingy that I told you that you wrote down in your notes uh, uh, okay. before the show. So I wasn't sure whether to do the sub-headliners on the main stage or go down to the go to the second stage and do the headliners on the second stage. Uh, I chose the sub-headliners, but then I thought, who's bigger? The sub-headliners or the headliners on the second stage generally? If if you were to merge both stages onto one stage, where would you put that second stage headliner down? I would the top? say most sub headliners at Download Festival could easily headline the second stage. Right. I'd say about the same size. Okay. If you're if you're sub headlining on the main stage, I would say ninety nine percent of the time you would be big enough to headline your own stage, I would say. Yeah. A roundabout, not cool. not every time, but yeah. most of the time, I would say that that's probably right. Cool. So it's fine. It's fine. We can go and we can. Yeah, we'll do whatever, man. We we'll do whatever we want. Uh, yeah, we'll do whatever we want. That's <laughs> the best thing. We we'll do whatever we want. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, we'll we'll do it this way because uh, if we do it the other way, we'll get to the last few sort of the bottom few slots, and and it'll all just be bands that aren't around anymore or or mm. or didn't really go anywhere. So it won't be okay. as interesting. At least if we go down each stage, we'll come back to do the headliners of the second stage and then there'll yes. be a big band. Yeah. And there'll be bigger That works again. for me. Yeah. That works for Just me, bro. To keep the hype up. You're the man. Instead of letting the it man. dwindle away. You're the man. I am the man. Um, you are You are a man. <laughs> I am a man. <laughs> Shall we? At least I think I am. I've done a lot of checking. <laughs> <laughs> I checked today twice. <laughs> for 17 minutes <laughs> this is the news we've got news coming for you now just shut up the, the news is going to come now this is the news um, the news yes um, thank you Simon we didn't actually bring you in that time but that's fine you come in you come whenever you want um. <laughs> he come in anyway. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I, I don't mind swearing, but being crass. <laughs> this is is this being this is being crass, isn't it? Is that, would you no, say? it's just it's just innuendo. It's, yeah, it's innuendos. Fine. That's not usually That's what I'm like. It's similar to you with your swearing. I'm not usually <laughs> like this. I, I do apologize. Innuendo. 
kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, news. Uh, so the news. Yeah, there's um, there's actually obviously been quite a lot happened in the last three weeks. Uh, since since we last spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd imagine this is going to be on yours as well, but one of the biggest things was the Taylor, Taylor Hawkins um, concert. Yes. Massive. Huge. Yeah, yeah really good. Um, I watched a few bits of it. I haven't watched it in full, um, but I only heard good things. And what from what I've seen, it was awesome. Really good. Yeah. Um, it was actually really tough watching Dave Grohl kind of get a bit emotional. It was quite horrible. I don't know. I don't know how I, I this feels, but I feel like... I feel like I know Dave Grohl. Like I feel like I know him. I feel like yeah. I think he's that kind of person, isn't he? He's quite open about it. He always has been that way, you know, because he's been through so much crap, like band wise. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he's like super rich and he's lived his his life is fine. But I mean, like <laughs> you know, like emotionally, he's been you know he's been through a lot of stuff, hasn't he, with people dying and that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I know the guy like quite well. I feel like he's yeah. a friend that we all. <laughs> We all know. Just you know, I feel like if you sat next to him in a coffee shop or something, you'd just be like, "Hey, dude, how you doing, man?" Yeah, and just talk to him about a band, and he would just talk to you about that band. Like, yeah. I feel like that's the kind of person he is. And he, he would tell um, you about so his it, experience when he was in it because he was there was a time when he was in like every he was even he was, everything. He was exactly. in my band at one point. I'm sure he was. We're even talking about an album today that he drummed on. Yes, yeah, we are. I think that's <laughs> why I didn't like them coming up. at the time. <laughs> <laughs> see see what i mean so he's everywhere so um yeah it was quite upsetting actually watching him get you know it was upset watching all of them but especially him because he feels like like a friend that we all we all know and love and yeah it was it was it was really upsetting yeah but, um but yeah the, the, you know concert is what it is it's it was awesome yeah i didn't get that far i i know obviously there there have been people like sharing the the highlights and everything. I have seen the video of uh, Taylor Hawkins' son playing Hero. I think it was. Mm, it? Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I didn't. I I think that's about the only one I've seen. I I've, I've got an hour into it, and then um, I think I must have closed the tab and then forgot to go back to it. But yeah, there, oh, there okay. is a there is a. Like, it was six hours long, wasn't it? The whole concert. Um, yeah, very long. Yeah, so uh, I do need to finish it. And uh, you know, I was never even a big fan of the Foo Fighters, but. It was. It sounded that it was that good. Then I, I definitely, I'm going to finish it. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's worth watch. Like you said, even if you're not a Foo Fighters fan, it's just intriguing to watch. Yeah, I think if you're just a fan of music, you should probably just give it a watch. And yeah, yeah. See, and then you might actually end up liking the Foo Fighters. I love the Foo Fighters, <laughs> but other people, you know, it's probably a song that everyone loves. The Foo Fighters, and you know, oh, that's yeah, decent. But yeah, yeah it's, it, it'd be nice to watch them. I think. Yeah. Uh, talking of death, the Queen died as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's just stay on the let's stay on the form of death. Um, <laughs> eh? Yeah, like we were in Spain, and um, the day before, I was looking like just randomly on my newsfeed, and I was like, "Oh, all the um, royal family have been rushed like the hospital." So I was like, "Oh, she's she's probably gonna die soon. She's probably got a couple of weeks or something." Then we woke up the next day, and my dad was like, "Queen's dead," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and you know, it, like. Not that I'm like a royalist or anything. I, I I understand that the I don't hate the royal family by any means. Don't get me wrong. I love this country and the British Isles very very much. But I also see why it's good to have them. But I don't know. I just feel like the Queen's always been there. It's very yeah. weird, isn't it? How it's it's just different now. Like even our parents don't remember a time without the Queen. No, no, and now, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've been so like used to it for so long, and it's just so. It's such a. It's such a huge, even if you don't like the royal family, you can't deny that it's such a huge landmark thing to happen in your lifetime. Yeah. You know, there are people that were born in 1952 
and have died and have never seen the queen you know change and you know get de- you know become the queen and then yeah. rule for so long and then die it's, it's crazy it's really crazy so yeah i was like wow that's mad and now to sing god save the king makes yeah. it even weirder <laughs> we have a king at now. the world cup i'm gonna be standing with my arms like that singing it like top of my lungs it's just so strange such yeah. a weird thing i don't know what your take on it is uh no i i, I think the same as you i i wasn't a massive fan of the 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 the, the Royals, the royalists. I'm not. You said I'm not a royalist. I don't know what you mean. What the word is? They're just the royal family. I don't know. Yeah, royals, them. royals. Yeah, yeah the royals. I wasn't a biggest fan, but again, I, I didn't dislike them for any particular reason. It was just like yeah. you said. It was just always there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like you said, it's weird. Like Kelly, Kelly watched the whole the whole funeral, and she she was actually quite taken aback by it, quite emotional about it. Mm. But she's never been one for being like massively royal. royal don't even know the fucking words <laughs> massively royal thing yeah she's not a huge royalist she's yeah. not yeah yeah i get it yeah. I, I think that's framed for a lot of people i think a lot of people were actually surprised at how upset about it they were yeah because yeah. they didn't realize how much you know and um i was speaking to like vicky before i think like obviously because feminism is such a huge issue now the queen being a woman is a huge deal because of all the things she sort of accomplished in a time essentially when the world was pretty much all completely run by men. So I yeah. think even on that side of things, she was quite, um, huh. you know, ahead yeah. of her time and all that sort of stuff. So I know the Royal family have done loads of bad things, but all the countries have done lo- loads of bad things. Everyone's killed and pillaged and, you know, done loads of stuff. British yeah. history is, 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 is bathed in blood, <laughs> shall we say. Um, but that's the same for a lot of countries. But yeah, like, you know, I, I, I was sad about it, but um, yeah, it's, um, it is what it is. I watched a little bit of the funeral and uh, it was a nice send off. Yeah. That's, um, that's it really. Yeah, well, yeah. I was busy building a new bed for Soren uh, all of, all of Monday. <laughs> got a new, got a new bed. It's got a slide that comes off of it. It's like quite a tall bed. Oh. You go up, you ladder up one side, slide down the other. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. Can you come and build me one of those? <laughs> no, my back was fucked after. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, of course. I, I just knew, I, we had it all here. I just knew that there was no way I was going to do it on a day that I had work. You know, I'd come home and do it after work. So I was like, right, I've got to do it now. Otherwise, it's going to sit in a box in our hallway and he'd be upset that he doesn't have his new bed. But we're turning into room. And it's an annoying box in the hallway. Yeah. And fucking... Yeah. <laughs> So, I, yeah. I get you, bro. I, 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 you. I, I um, I've... pulled both my ass muscles too, as well. Don't know how. Ooh, what? <laughs> yeah, I was sitting what on. What were you doing? No, well, I was I was kneeling down for a lot of it, and uh, like on with all the bits of wood. I don't know how I managed to pull both my ass muscles, but I did. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got one bit of news that I'm sure that you knew. Uh, that the original Saliva singer joined them on stage at that Blue Ridge festival. Yeah, well, I was going to talk about Blue Ridge. Um, did you see any? Did you see any of that? Was he good? Uh, I've seen like about a minute and a half of one song, Click Click Boom, but no, I haven't seen any other footage of it. Uh, I don't. I personally, I don't think he sounds very good. I'm not sure if he oh, was okay. always like that because I've never fucking seen them, the bastards. Um, but uh yeah no that's cool uh but, yeah i was gonna talk about blue ridge in a little bit let's do that after the okay like do you want me to do that now okay. let's do it now fuck it let's do it let's now. do it now before we get to new releases talk yeah. about talk about first of all tell people what blue ridge is because someone people might not even know they're like what the hell are you guys talking about now 
Yeah, so Blue Ridge Rock Festival is a is a festival that happened over in America. I don't I don't know which state. I can't remember. I, I was about to take a guess, but it would be one in fifty chance. It really well, it's not going to be Alaska. Right, go on. Wait, wait, wait. One in forty eight chance. Wait, wait. Okay, I was going to say right. Um, Nebraska. Hold on, wait. I'm going <laughs> to wait. Just wait. Just wait one second. Well, that's my okay. guess. You, when you find it, you can here we go. Okay, it. okay. You've got five guesses at which state it's in. Okay. Yeah. I, do you know what, I've if read you get it. it within that time, you'll get you'll get a prize or something. I don't okay. Know. Okay. Guess number one. Well, I've read it loads over the last few weeks because I've been following it on like Reddit and Facebook, but I don't remember. Nebraska, first guess. <coughs> California. <coughs> Florida. Is that even a state? That's <coughs> not even a state. Maine so, is not in Maine. <coughs> uh, <What>? South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, it's at the. Virginia International Raceway, Alton, Virginia. Yeah, okay, cool. But yes, yeah, cool. It's a, it was a very, very good lineup. It was an awesome looking oh, lineup. Awesome. But it was a bit of a shit show of a festival by the sounds of it. Uh, I don't know if you've heard much of the news about it. No, I've not been at following all. it on, on Reddit, Facebook. So their campsite is nowhere near the arena. They have to get a shuttle bus from the campsite to the arena. Oh. Uh, I think it was in a new area this year, a new. Um, venue but it was just as much shit show last year as it was this year so yeah they had to get shuttle buses from the car parks as well if you were there for the day you had to get a shuttle bus from the car park but people were going and queuing for the shuttle buses but and they they were waiting like hours in the queue to get a shuttle oh, bus shit. to the arena and people were saying like, i'm missing a band that i, I want to be seeing right now and it was the same on the way back going back from the arena to the to the campsites I think I saw one guy put up, he started a timer on his phone. He got there pretty much dead on 11 o'clock in, at night to get the shuttle bus back to the campsite. And he was still there at like five to two. It was oh almost three hours in the queue. But the, the other thing is, because after seeing that, I thought, well, surely it can't be more than a two hour walk, two, three hour walk. Why don't, why don't people just walk it? But they were turning people away that were walking. Uh, I think after, after a couple of days, they were letting people walk it if they wanted to, but... The first day or two, yeah, they were saying, nope, you need to be coming in from a shuttle bus. We can't let you in if you walked here. So they'd walk up there and they, uh, they wouldn't be allowed in, so they'd walk all the way back again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I I can't understand when there is so much easy research to do and so many people to talk to, how people still can't put on a bloody festival. Yeah. Correctly. <laughs> like the mind boggles at some of these idiots who try and put on festivals. Like it's so simple. It's so I mean I know logistically it can be simple. You make the logistics bit simple and the facilities and all that stuff is the difficult bit and booking the bands. Yeah. But on a logistical sense, it's really not difficult to figure out where it's a good place to hold a festival. Where you don't have to get a shuttle bus <laughs> to the arena. Like, I know America's big, but bloody hell, they must have. Uh, there's other festivals where you don't have to get a shuttle bus. Yeah. Just hold it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Honestly. I, th- I think the, one of the problems last year was uh, they didn't have shuttle buses, but it was still a long way. So people were saying they were walking like an hour along, along a road that didn't have a pavement uh, in the dark. To get back what? to the campsite. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. no, thank you. Uh, what else was there? There were, I think, there was barely any water points, and this is America we're talking about. It's bloody hot over there. But the, 
I think there was a few other things. I'm not going to go into too much detail. But the, the funny thing was, so with download, uh, and in, in the download groups, where when people 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 will complain about everything all the time, when they, and you, I saw people posting about how shit Blue Ridge Festi- Blue Ridge Rock Festival was last year, and comparing it to download, and sort of saying, uh, "See, the, things can be worse, much worse." And in in the the Blue Ridge uh, Facebooks. They're sharing other worse festivals than that and saying, oh, see, it can't be worse. <laughs> That's good. Huh? There's always a worst, a yeah. worse festival somewhere out there yeah. than the one that you're currently at. I like it. Uh, but I'm going to... That's great. Oh, hang on. Let me... So there, there was a famous pizza stall uh, there. That's the only that's thing I'm going to say about it. Uh, a pizza stall, it was famous for how expensive the pizza was. Okay. How much do you reckon it would be in dollars? What was... What would you say was a would be a ridiculous price for a pizza in dollars? Do you know roughly what a conversion would be? How much was the Domino's pizza at download again? Uh, it was like sixteen quid, I think, fifteen, sixteen quid. I reckon, I reckon they would charge you like, I mean, you pay twenty five pounds normally for a fucking Domino's takeaway. I reckon fifty five dollars. $66. Whoa, what? $66 pizza. I mean, 55 was high, but $66 for a pizza. Wow. $66 is £58.34 at the moment. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't even think download people would pay that much for a pizza. I and they, some people pay some crazy prices for stuff, but yeah. that's mental. Yeah, I can't. That is I can't see that they it, it would even sold one thing, one pizza no. at that price. Surely, like I don't know. But yes, uh, going back to what you're saying, uh, Josie Scott from Saliva. Yeah, we rejoined Saliva. I think he played like three or four songs with him, which was quite cool. Which was quite cool. That's awesome. Uh, I I do quite like the new singer Bobby Amuru. I think his name is. Um, and I I would say live going on what I heard of Josie Scott, I'd probably prefer. Bobby to Josie anyway. Uh, oh, okay. He doesn't. Cool. He didn't sound like he used to sound. He doesn't sound like the recording. I know sometimes you people mix it up when they're live, uh, sing differently. But he, yeah, it was nothing like it. I would say. <laughs> yeah, okay, but, that's fair enough. Like I, I mean, said, I it's, it, does he play any other bands, or is he just out of action? And he just decided to come along and sing. He is doing his own stuff. I'm not sure exactly what. I think it's probably some like some kind of country thing he did i think the reason why he left uh, saliva was to start a christian band i have no idea what happened uh, to that i've only i've only just started following him on facebook again oh but, okay well that's cool yeah so he is doing stuff musically still that's cool but man yeah, i do want yeah, to it's cool i do want to see because they were i think i said that they were third down so they were like below the sub headliner on the main stage that's how big yeah, they are over in america and they're yeah, like pretty big yeah that's cool though well it's awesome that he came back and sung a couple of songs with them um have yeah. you got any other news brother not that i can think of news wise no me neither i got new release yeah there's good new so releases then cool okay do you want to go first or shall i i will go first yes because i do actually have some new releases this week some that simon didn't Ooh. have because we uh compared notes before the show so which was quite do a you think i should get uh, another jingle you should that says new releases yeah because yeah, we always talk a... about new releases. Okay, yeah. I'll do another. I'll do. I'll do another. I'll do a new releases one. Yeah, so we're not doing them in the news bit. New, yeah, I'll do a whole <laughs> news and release bit. Anyway, um, let's talk about San Quentin. San Quentin. Yeah, which is 
a new Nickelback single. Nice. Uh, I haven't heard it. Just I, describe it to no, me. It's it's Nickelback. It's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's alright. <laughs> you needed to it's say. It's quite catchy. If you're a fan of Nickelback, you'll like it. I probably will. I I I, I thought it was okay, but I I don't think anything stood out as being amazing about it. It's just the typical Nickelback stuff, <laughs> really. That's cool. But yeah, it was quite good. I quite enjoyed it. I it's, it's heavy. It starts off really heavy. If if you if you had just the song and not him singing, uh, and you played it to someone who didn't know, they'd probably go, "Yeah, it's really good. I really like this." Their not last most. album was pretty beefy, to was be it? fair. They, you know, they they Nickelback beef it up every now and then, you know. Yeah. They definitely know how to do it. I mean, we're we're fa- you know we like Nickelback. We're a Nickelback um, plus podcast, aren't we? Yeah. We're for we're for the back of Nickel um, headlining download. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which would be incredible. So yeah, Nickelback for hashtag download twenty twenty three. Um, do you have any yeah. more? Or shall I do one? Um, I quite enjoyed Parkway Drive's new album, which was if you dark, which was called Darker Still. I didn't have to look up on my phone. I have never been a big fan of Parkway Drive. Uh, I think I was listening to one of the albums uh, for this episode, and it got to the end, and it just carried on playing through stuff. And I thought, oh, I just let it play. I I listened to some stuff that I never heard of, and there was a song. A song come on called uh, Soul Bleach. And I was like, this is really good. I'm enjoying this. And I looked and it was nice. Parkway Drive. So I thought, oh, I'm going to listen to their new album then. I, but yeah, Soul Bleach. And I was surprised Soul Bleach wasn't in their like top five. I think they had three of the, three songs from the new album in their top five thing when you first go into them on Spotify. And it wasn't there. So I thought, oh, there must be better songs as well then. But Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I never listened to it all the way through. I listened to like the first three or four songs three or four times again like i normally do <laughs> um and soul bleach is quite far down so i haven't got to that yet but uh yeah it was good i really I quite enjoyed it so i think i might oh, be a parkway yeah. drive fan now well there's a lot of parkway drive fans out there they're very very popular so yeah if you haven't checked out the new parkway drive go check it out yeah. or at least the first four songs adam can yeah. vouch for <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and song number like eight whichever whatever soul bleach is there's other there's one more um uh just just put on what, what what was i doing i don't know i think it was a similar thing like it just carried on playing after something else and uh the song came on and i was like oh this is at the gates and it was on my phone and it was like no it's in flames and so i was like, okay it's a cool new in flames song cool and i put my phone down and it carried on i was like no this is at the gates and and <laughs> so i had a look and it's uh at, it's an at the gates cover which is quite cool nice so they, they, they've probably gone a bit heavier than they normally do for for that Oh, I love Out the Gates, and I like In Flames, yeah. so fine for me. Yeah, uh, and it's actually the so uh, the, the 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 new single they brought out is that it's got like three songs on it, and it was the third song on the the new single. Nice. Um, so you said you got like halfway through. Yeah, I started listening to the new the new single that they'd released, which is which was Four Gone Part One. That's it. Yeah, yeah, Four Gone Part One. Yeah, and I started listening. I was like, oh, that's wicked. That's good. But I was at work and um, I had my headset on and then I had to do something and stand up. So I didn't get to listen to the rest of it. But I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yes, tasty. Nice. Yeah, so I liked it. Hopefully that's um, that's really good. I'll listen to those three songs. Yeah. I, and, and hopefully the new album will be good. Yeah, definitely. It, feel, it feels like they're being pushed by the label quite a bit at the moment. They're like, in my, from my understanding, they sort of dropped off a little bit everywhere. I mean, they still obviously still had their fans from before, but they see like they haven't gained any new fans. They haven't. They haven't done much recently. Like the albums haven't really been that popular, uh, mm. but it feels like they're being really pushed to be sort of at the forefront of everything again, like they were when Come Clarity came out. Yeah, like I that. think um, 
Are they on Nuclear Blast? I think they're on Nuclear Blast. Yes. So it's a good are. label. Yeah. Yeah. Really good label. So yeah, hopefully they get pushed to the moon because um yeah, I really like Inflames. They're really good. Um shall I go yeah, through go some? Yeah, go through some of yours. I got a couple. Okay. Um we'll start with um Ghost released like hmm. a mini best of. Okay. Uh it's called Message from the Clergy. Um the reason I heard of it was because it's got like um like bands are doing this thing now, I don't know if you've seen it, where they're well, not all bands, but I've seen a lot of them do. I've seen Metallica and other bands do it, where they they slow songs down and then they put a shitload of reverb on them. Oh, right. And then they re-release them. Okay. So the song <laughs> sounds like a warped record. Yeah. Which is really, really weird. But yeah, um, I heard Mariana Cross slowed and reverbed. And then I thought, oh, what's this on? I don't recognize that cover. And um, they've done an album called Message from the Clergy. And it's like a mini best of. It's got Mariana Cross... Call Me Little Sunshine, Square Hammer, Dance Macabre, Year Zero. They're, they're all from different albums. So it's like a seven song long um, mini best of. Okay. So I think if you haven't really heard much of Ghost and you want to get into Ghost, I think this message from the clergy, seven songs long, all like hits from the albums, I think might be a good place to start with Ghost if you're not already in the Ghost camp um, like yeah. some of us are. So go and check that out. I know it's not new, but the slow and reverbed version was new anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Bush released a new song, Heavy as the Ocean. Um, another one from their forthcoming album, um, Art of Survival, which is out on October 7th. I'm a huge Bush fan, so I am really excited about that. It's another, like, Bush are just in a really great phase. At the moment. Their last album is easily top two or three Bush albums. They are having a renaissance like crazy they were really good at download as well um lamb of god released a song called grayscale um from their new album really heavy loved it lots of really weird minor scale riffs um and randy's vocals are really really good um so if you like lamb of god go check out grayscale because it's sick um a band called priest um that are were two members of ghost um they're a band that I, their album um, came out of, was it called Body Machine, came out this year, and it okay. was incredible. Like, um, imagine if Ghost, the band, were Synthwave, and they had more of a singer like Peter Steele than, than, a, than, than Ghost. <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> weird to say that, but <laughs> like, imagine if Ghost just were all synths, more synths than guitars. That's what Priest are. Real synth wave, heavy 80s, you know, pounding um, snare drums, um, loads of like ARP bass lines and shit like that. It's fucking really good. Okay. Um, but they they released an album this year, but they've already released a new single that's not on that album. Yeah, Talk about cool. having a lot of stuff. Uh, it's called Already a Queen. Again, it's just really good synth wave stuff. So if you like, if you like, um, if you like Gunship, people listening to this might know who Gunship are. They're the members of Fight Star that done their own sort of synth wave band. Um, okay. If you like Gunship, you'll really, really like Priest. Um, so definitely go and check Priest out. Um, that album, Body Machines, sick. Um, the Butterfly Effect, um, a band who have not done an album since two thousand and nine were always one of my favourite bands, have finally made a new album yeah, after like 13 years. Oh, they're, uh, so they're an Australian prog rock band. Okay. So um, if you like Carnival, 
or sort of tall um, and then more alternative stuff, sort of Deftonesy kind of stuff. That's kind of the vibe that they go. So their new album Four has come out. Um, it's really good. I've only listened to it once, but uh, I'm going to give it another listen so it can soak into my brain because this is a band that I have listened to on repeat because yeah. they are so incredible. So <clears throat> yeah, if you like any prog rock stuff, a little bit heavy, really great singing, check out Butterfly Effect. Awesome. Um, and finally, Lorna Shaw have a new single um, called Pain Remains One, Dancing Like Flames, um, coming from the album that's coming out called Pain Remains. Um, everything you would expect from a Lorna Shaw song, <laughs> yeah. just mad vocals, crazy drums, but has a really, really melodic sound compared to the and i return to nothingness ep that was just like proper brutal this is more heading towards cradle of filth territory than deathcore territory right still got deathcore moments in it but it has like the melodic sort of um gothic synths that give it more of a melodic sound than the previous ep did so i'll be interested to see if the album goes in a more um, you know, I'm saying melodic. It's fucking Lord yeah, Shaw, but yeah. you know, a more melodic direction than um, and I return to the nothingness, which did have its melodic parts, but you know, just hor- horrid for a lot of it. Um, so yeah, so I'll be interested to see where they go with that. Um, but yeah, that's all the new releases that I have checked out uh, since we last spoke. Awesome. Yeah, quite a lot then recently yeah well we haven't spoken for like three weeks <clears throat> yeah, so there was yeah. loads of shit that came out yeah. so i had to just fly through them because i was like there's loads of shit here yeah uh, but, I, but i'm surprised i didn't sort of have lorna shore one come up on my spotify because i've listened to them a few times ah. recently um yeah so the other one? The other one? <clears throat> anyway um well that's it for the news then should we um we should probably go and talk about albums that turned 20 this uh, turn 20 start. this year actually yeah, we we had an, we had a, a message on uh, on Instagram from from a guy. I think he was the guy who said that they listened to Raunchy while we were at Download. He said they listened to Raunchy at Download. Uh, so we had a message from Scott James Steger. I think his name is. I can't see the rest of his name. Surname here. Um, but yeah, regarding we were talking the last episode uh, about Reading and Leeds, and but we we, we both said we we've seen shit went down, but we didn't actually see what had happened. Uh, no. So yeah, Scott sent us a message, th- um, really awesome message. Thank you for taking the time to to write out. And sorry that uh, I didn't reply to you for ages. <laughs> I'm so glad that Simon replied eventually. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll read it out here. Uh, it says, "I thought you, I thought I'd drop you a little message after listening to the podcast today. I was at Reading Festival, so I can share some insights into the carnage in terms of the Woodstock '99 type of carnage." On the Saturday and Sunday nights, the place had little pockets that turned into war zones. It was by no means the whole camping area, and thankfully, we were in Camping Plus, which is like RIP, uh, so it wasn't affected other than leaving the arena. But we saw a guy get arrested, no old, no older than like 17, 18, because he had a bag full of needles, and he was... Shit, I forgot he said, said this. This sounds insane. Yeah, this does sound mad. Yeah, uh, because he had a bag, bag full of needles he was seen injecting people with. We saw tents, some with people inside who had to run out of them, being set on fire. One thing we saw that was just unsettling was so many glass spirit bottles smashed all over the camps like floors. It was nuts. 
On a happier note, I've always been a hater of Bring Me, Hori- Bring Me the Horizon, but they were sensational. <laughs> I watched the whole set, even with a dislocated kneecap, so they, so they, uh, must, so they must have been good. Yeah, thank you for sending that in. That's that. Those need that sounds insane about those needles. Yeah, thanks for that. that that's that's appreciated because we wanted to get some insight onto what the hell was going on there. Yeah, like what the hell? So now at least we know there was some <laughs> mad stuff going down for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, like I said, so thank you for writing that out and sending it to us, um, Scott. And apologies that it took a few days to get back to you. Uh, I I'm curious, what happened to your knee? Did you did you did you dislocate it in a pit? And then go back. You didn't say, but I reckon you. I, I put money on you did it in a pit somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, mosh- and like Adam, have you had trouble getting out of bed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still having chest problems since the last pit I was in, which was the Death by Kai gig, gig I said about. Was that a month and a half ago? I still, yeah. I still, it still hurts my chest, my ribs when I cough. Uh, or sneeze like oh this is awful i'm too old for shit like that oh my god um yeah so that's that's what my first thought goes to a pit uh you could have just get it anywhere i guess but that's uh, yeah, yeah you might be younger than us you might not um but yeah that was that one and um another quick one from uh ready to mosh cast um it says hi adam hope you're doing well we're still listening to the pod uh and thanks for the shout outs uh because it took me like two months to actually catch up with his with with his uh, download, recap, or review. Uh, do you guys fancy doing a crossover podcast? Which, yes, we absolutely will. Um, Definitely. We just need to sort it out. I need to reply to him, and we'll sort that out. Uh, we still need to do the wrestling one. I've thought recently as well about doing a gaming episode as well. I'm going to put something out in a few days' time, probably. Um, try, yeah, just basically saying, who do you want us to try and do a, a podcast with? Who, who, who already does a gaming podcast? And talk about Sweet. talk about the music and yeah, so you can. Uh, Hell's yeah! If you're uh, if you if you listen to any gaming podcasts, yeah, keep 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 an eye out for that post and and tag them in it. Yeah, we'll we'll hook up with some people and talk about some games and some music. Hell's yeah! Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's get into the main topic then, which is albums that turned twenty this year. Uh, we've got quite a lot of albums. I well, you put down a, quite a lot of albums. I added quite a, a few albums to it as well. So, yep. where, do, where do you want to start? Where? Oh, no, we need to bring Ronnie in. Ronnie, Ronnie, come here. Ron, Ronners. Ronnie. Ronners has got to come in. <laughs> how, how, how should we bring him in? Everyone who's listened to this podcast, Runners up that put here. both your hands in the air. <laughs> put both your hands in the air right now. We're both doing it. Yeah, we're, Put we're both are. your hands in the air, right? And just do jazz hands. Do jazz hands. We can't even see her either. Our Ronnie hands. will see this from space. From space. And he will come down. Here we go. He's coming. Keep it going, otherwise he won't be able to land. Come on! Ronnie! This just reminds me of CBBs, this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously wouldn't, probably wouldn't know. Yeah, do that kind of thing on kids' shows. Awesome. But I hope you all did that at home um, or wherever you yep. are in the street. <laughs> in the street, at work, wherever. Thank you, Ronnie, and thank you, listeners at home, for helping us with that task. Yep, <laughs> bringing Ronnie safely back into the Earth's atmosphere <laughs> and onto the ground. <laughs> uh, where, do, where do you want to start? What albums do you want to start with? I think we started with, uh, well, we started sh- should it. we do some honourable mentions first? We can go through quickly, and then we'll talk about some 
Do you have any honourable yeah. mentions? So, so basically, yes. Just imagine in your head, the year is two thousand and two. Everyone's wearing baggy jeans. Basically, everyone's just dressing how Adam dresses now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is still still two thousand and two. This man knows knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, things happen in twenty years cycles um, with fashion True. stuff. So, like, I'm a trendsetter now, not a trend forgetter. That's it, man. Not yeah, you're ahead of the curve, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. You watch. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, 2002. Um, what what honourable mentions have you got for us? Sir? So the ones I added to to the list that you um, that you put down, Three Doors Down, Away from the Sun, um, was what was on that one? Um, some really really big hits. Stop it! Uh, where's it gone? Three Doors Down, Away from the Sun. Oh, it had Kryptonite on it. That was a huge song. Yeah, that, I think that was the first. Oh, I didn't put the song on. When I'm Gone, that was a big song as well. <clears throat> album yeah when i'm gone um just the whole thing the whole the whole thing was really good but uh going i think going down and flames is quite a good one but yeah that i think the two biggest ones are when i'm gone and away from the sun ticket to heaven nice uh, but anyway yeah yeah really really good album that one my brother's a huge three doors down uh fan wow they have that can't be right can it go on they have eight million spotify listeners Jesus Christ, yeah. What? I mean, I know they've had some popular songs, but 8 million people a month are listening to Three Doors Down? Really? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that is very surprising. I think that's more than Kiss. I think that's more than Iron Maiden. That's yeah. insane. Well, I think... I, yeah, I think the thing is... I think some of their... Bigger songs have been like radio friendly songs that have been yeah. played on radio quite a bit. Especially Kryptonite. Would Kryptonite at the time? I'm not sure. Um, what's the latest studio album? I don't know. I don't know what the time of my life was quite good, I think. Is that good? I don't know. I don't know. Like, if you if you were to ask me, I would say Kryptonite was probably their most popular song. You know, what does Spotify say? Kryptonite, yeah. And then Here Without You. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. I didn't even see that on the album, but that was a that's a massive song. Yeah, when I'm God's a good song, be like that. They got loads of like they got loads of good tunes. I, I just I I can't believe they're more monthly listeners than Iron Maiden. That yeah. is, well, I think absolutely insane. Like I said, I think they they're quite radio friendly. There's probably a, a lot of people have just like one one song on a playlist they listen to, and that's it. Don't they don't go into the actual artist and listen to albums in full. As I, I, I yeah. guess I would say, I don't know. Uh, what else do I have? Um, Stone Sour's Stone Sour album, which is a massive album, and a really, really good album. Yeah. I, oh, I love that album. Uh, the only album of theirs that I really listened to, because I am the one album guy. <laughs> you really are. Yeah. <laughs> They've had a few good albums, to be fair. I think when Slipknot and Stone Sour started becoming the same band, more more so of Slipknot being a lot mellower than they were, and like they had some songs that you couldn't tell if they were Slipknot or Stone Sour, and I was like, "Nah, fuck this, fucking both." <laughs> okay, it's fair enough. It's not. It's not. It's quite. It's quite immature, and I see that now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I, I think the first down was incredible, and then Slipknot became Stone Sour, and and then Vended became the new Slipknot. Uh, so, <laughs> so it all worked. It's all it transitioning. Well, it's just a big cycle. Yeah. Bands turning into other bands, and that band comes out. That's that new band. Yeah. I like it. 
Um, Avril, what else have you Avril got Levine, let go. Oh my god! Yeah, didn't know we were going into that territory, but okay. Yeah, that was a huge album. Yeah, well, massive I, I, album. I think, yeah, because like just because of how big it was, it, it was huge. So just just to sort of maybe to remind people what sort of era we're at, the era we're talking about, maybe definitely. Um, because I, look, I looked at people like Blink-182 as well, Green Day. Uh, I think Good Charlotte might have had an album out that year or maybe the year after. Um, I didn't go, I didn't dive too deep into that that side of it, like pop punk. Um, but the only other album I've got to put in here was uh, Survivor, Back Into Your System, which wasn't a groundbreaking album. Wasn't, it's probably, probably not an album that many people know about, but uh, it was massive for me, so I wanted to put it in here. Oh, cool. Yeah, how's yeah, it? Yeah. It's Saliva's second album. Uh, it had Always on it, actually, and most people probably know Always. That's an absolute banger. Yeah. That's my favourite Saliva song. Is that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, of what I've heard. Of what I've heard, that is my favourite Saliva song. That is a... That's not just a good Saliva song. That's a great song. Yeah. That is a great song. Really well written. Really well sang, good good song. Yeah, really good song. I forgot I forgot that was uh, quite a popular song. I, if if you if you would have asked me before talking about this, I would have say would have said I think I've probably said before. I would imagine the only song people know is Click Click Boom, but I I forgot how big Always was or how mm. how oh yeah not popular how how far it reached. I guess is the definitely best way to put it. yeah yeah that was a big that was a big hit that was all over Kerrang. It was on those best of Kerrang CDs as well. I think yeah, you're underestimating how much of a big hit that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, I think I am. It was good. I, I I loved it at the time. It was on all my com- like I used to make compilation CDs. Yeah. Um, and that featured a lot on my compilation CDs because I really liked that song. Awesome. It was really good. But yeah, I, um, I I rated their second album more than their first. I rated their third album more than their first. Um, as well. I don't know. Oh, nice. If you wanted to know that, but I, I did. I, I wasn't just a a one album type of guy for saliva i was like no fuck this wow fuck this first album the second album and third <laughs> album are much better yeah well there's um <laughs> there's quite a few second albums in the albums that we're going to talk about to discuss so you know um second album syndrome is a real thing yeah um so we'll, we'll get into that when we talk about the albums in um in detail but for now i'll just run through my honorable mentions for the year that was 2002 um I have to mention Corn Untouchables. For a lot of people, Untouchables is a very good album. Um, yeah. I still, it's got really great singles, but I think that the actual album tracks are some of the poorest that Corn have made. Hmm. But that's just me. I didn't like this album that much at the time. Love Here to Stay, Love Hollow Life, Love Thoughtless, um, Alone I Break's incredible. Yeah. All the singles they released from this album are sick. But in all the other songs, it's Jonathan Davis, for some reason, really wanting to sing like a Dalek. <laughs> and and I could... Ne- he went... He went full Jonathan Davis. He went to Jonathan Davis on this album. Starts to sing like that. And um, it put me off. And like- I listened to it again and I thought, I still don't like this album I that much. I have not heard that side of it. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, I don't know how how you say, but I, I'm pretty it, sure that me, me and my friend Wesley back in the day, we we loved all this all this sort of music, and we always said that on this album he does sound like a Dalek. Yeah. So so I agree Just with you. A Dalek I think, tone. <laughs> I think I agree with you. 
I need to listen to this album again because what you said, I, I, I'm not sure. I would say this is my favorite Corn album. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. But, well, I'm sure at some point we'll do a whole episode about Corn because it's just one of those bands that we could do that about because it got some else. This is nowhere near the top for me <laughs> but yeah no after you're saying it i'm not sure if if it's just the highlights that i liked the most like if it's like i'm waiting to get to the next uh out song that they released like like thoughtless but yeah like you said it was amazing uh mm-hmm. what was the other one you said hollow life alone i break alone I break yeah all amazing. here to stay but, so i i want to listen to it specifically listening for the songs in between now just to see yeah. what i think of them I think they're good, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying they're bad, because I don't think... Corner one of those, those those bands, they don't really make bad music. They make some music just better than others. They don't make anything bad. Yeah. But I, I just... This album it always <laughs> is just in my head as the Dalek album. Yeah. And I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, but I don't want that from Corn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's not why I want my Corn for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, do I'm it. Do it, it please. Tomorrow. Info. I'll listen to it, right? And I'll tell you the songs that I think are particularly Dalekish. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then you can tell me if you think he's gone very Dalek on that album. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, but yeah, I had to mention it because it, it obviously was a huge album. Yeah. Um, Really good. I saw them on that tour as well. And it was insane. Like, really fucking good. Oh, I swore again. <laughs> Damn. Okay, we'll see if Adam can put a bleep over that. If not, I, you've got a Simon swear. I've got bleeps in my sound library. There you go. Um, uh, other honourable mentions, 36 Crazy Fists, Bitterness the Star, Crazy Fist's first album, really great. Um, that one and uh, a Snowcape Romance after, Snowcap Romance afterwards were both insane. Bitterness the Star is a very good album. Uh, other honourable mentions, uh, Mudvayne, The End of All Things to Come. On re-listen... It's not a very good album. Uh, um, at the time, I thought it was good. No, it I does have some it. good singles on it, but in hindsight, LD Five O, the first album, is vastly superior. Um, but I will mention it because it was still a big album at the time. Um, I, I didn't. Another honorable mention. Yeah, no, I didn't like sorry. it. Uh, I absolutely loved Not Falling after hearing it on ghost ship yeah it's a great song did I, did I know it already i'm not sure i think i knew Ooh, it already. ghost ship as well yeah deep cut yeah. naughty's horror <laughs> film i like it if you've never seen ghost ship it's terrible go and watch yeah. it <laughs> please it's great um but yeah so i bought the album the only al- the only song i knew from it was not falling and i just I, I listened to it a lot as well i tried there are some that i listened to it like once maybe wasn't in the mood and just didn't bother with again. But this one, I listened to it loads, trying to get into it. I just couldn't. That was the only song I liked. Um, I think um, Silenced is good. World So Cold is good. There's a couple of good songs on this. There's two or three really good songs on that album. But again, I'd say same as the Corn one, the 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 non-single tracks are quite weak, I think. And 17 um, songs. Although, <laughs> 17 songs. Yeah, although um, I had The End of All Things to Come on obviously on cd and it had a dvd with it which was the making of and that was really good oh, okay cool just to see yeah how they made the album and that's so that was cool but yeah i liked Mudvayne at the time so i was more lenient towards the album but actually on reflection it's not actually that good yeah there's there were much better Mudvayne albums like the couple after uh Meshuggah, nothing um this is where sort of Meshuggah started for me 
the first sort of you know gent heavy disgusting at the time i really didn't understand what my ears were listening to so i only was into a few tracks whereas now that sort of stuff is the sort of stuff they absolutely love so if you like really heavy stuff uh Meshuggah nothing still holds up today probably sounds better than 90 percent of any other heavy album you listen to production wise it's so sick another one i will mention disturbed believe my brother was obsessed with this album when it came out uh obviously the singles from it were fantastic as well um i wasn't that much of a huge fan of this album i wasn't so i didn't want to put it to discuss but i will say it has its merits and it has its big tunes on it as well so um i i think um the first album is way better than believe it's first album is like every single track is a banger Disturbed is, um, believe is still really good, um, but none of them two are my favourite Disturbed album. My favourite Disturbed album is Ten Thousand Fists. Is it? I couldn't get into yeah, that one. That either. is. That oh my god! That for me, for me, that's the best. It goes Ten Thousand Fists, then um, Down the Sickness, um, then I can't think of the other album, but Believe is in there somewhere. It's still good. But anyway, yeah, if you're a Disturbed fan and you haven't heard Believe, go back and listen. It is still really good. Yeah. Um so yeah, that that's um that's all of our honorable mentions. Now there are a few albums we will talk about in a little bit more detail um that me and cool. Adam think are mentioning. Do do you have some, dude? Uh what to discuss? To discuss. Um or or are we just discussing the ones on the list or did you have yeah. any others to bring well, to the, the table? The only one I was thinking about discussing that I know enough about was Survivors Back into Your System, uh which I went into a little bit. Um but yeah, so there's no others. I haven't added any to anything to your list to discuss. Let me just have a look quickly. Saliva back, back into your system. What was the first album? Uh, every six oh, seconds, every six. six seconds. Seconds. What? So they released two albums in two years. Um, the first one's two thousand and one, and the second one's two thousand and two. Yes. Fuck it all. They didn't hang around, <laughs> did they? Wow. Okay. Oh, we've gone too far. Hang on, it's the other way. What? Hang on. Oh, yeah, there we go. Albums. Yeah. Yeah, they must have. And then Survival of the Sickest was 2004, yeah. Back in, what was on Back Into Your System? Uh, Rest in Pieces. What an incredible song that is. Uh, is uh, Storm is a really good song. Um, why is Click Click Boom on this one? Fucking dickheads. Um, but yeah, actually, I would say this is my second... Uh, Survival of the Sickest out in 2004 was better than this one, by far. Um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you're waiting for me to... Or are you, are you looking through Sorry, it? Sorry, I was just I was just looking okay. at what was on the album. Cool. Um, I remember more about this one than I do the first one. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember specifically seeing this cover a lot. Yeah. Um, in the shops, and um, obviously, always was a was was it was a huge hit, and I like I said before, I really liked it at the time. So um, I might have to give this one a listen. Yeah. If you say it's good. Uh, yeah. Well, give uh, if you if you want to listen to, listen to this one, listen to Survival of the Sickest as well. Which is uh, the next okay. one, two thousand and four. I mean, they're all good. Survival, of... it's weird. Survival of the sickest. I wish I. Just... No, let's not talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, give them a listen. Everybody, go and listen to Go and listen to Listen to Survivor some more, and uh, and and they'll get the data, and they'll go. Oh, we are popular over in England. We are going to go and play over there. So I'll get to finally <laughs> see them. Yeah, I think we should do that. Yeah, <laughs> keep get get as many listeners in England as we as we can, please, for um for saliva so adam can actually see them live that would be fantastic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i, I do art you know there's, there's nothing the thing with saliva was 
I think I, I think I might have said this before, but like on the first album they had, they had a song called Hollywood. This one they had a song called it was Rest in Pieces. Have you heard that one? No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but it seemed like every album they did, they put a slow song on there, like towards the end of the album, and that always felt like the best song. But then when they first when they finally did an album of all slow songs, it was like oh, this is all shit. I I want to go back to normal, <laughs> and your slow song will be your best song. I don't want just best songs. It was weird. Just, yeah, that's just fair. I'm going to give that one a listen though. Yeah. I'll give you my personal review of it, and I can tell you what I like. Awesome. And what I don't. But like. let's yeah, let's go uh, to okay, your wait. one to discuss. Yeah, let me just get that album up, and I will then we will talk about it. Okay, um, the first album I would like to talk about is I can't believe I'm saying that this was this long ago. <clears throat> Kill Switch Engages. 2002 alive or just breathing and for people who don't even know this isn't even the first kill switch album <laughs> that's how old kill switch yeah. and gauge are now <laughs> this isn't so again we, we, we're saying before a couple of these well, more than a couple of these are band's second albums and a lot of bands have second uh, album syndrome yeah. um but in fact, for Killswitch, it was quite the reverse. Yeah, this um, where the first album was was okay. You could see where they could go and how good they could be, and this album just straight away knocked the ball out of the park. I think it's because 2002 and 2003 was just when new metal was starting to grind on people a little bit. It was okay. just starting to become. You know, it had taken over for about three or four years, even longer than that, um, you know, sort of on the underground scene. But, you know, it had been the main piece of rock for quite a number of years and it was really starting to grind on people. So when you had stuff like this that was slightly heavier, you know, had a different vibe, just completely different to what had come before, people were really starting to flow towards this. And in the years afterwards, you saw that like, you know, hardcore and heavy stuff sort of started to take over from, you know, as music was moving away from the new metal sort of phase. So I feel like this was perfect timing. And I remember I heard Number Days on a Metal Hammer CD and I was just literally like, wow, I've never heard anything <laughs> like this before. Like, never. I Like, just that ba 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 da da out And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. All right, and then that's it. That's it. I was sold straight away. Yeah, easy. Went out, bought the album, no problem. Done. Literally, just one song. I'm in, and I've been in ever since. Yes. Yeah. Oh, was so number, um, do was you, number days a single? Did they release it as a single? I don't think it was a single. No, it was just the opening track, and they just randomly put it on a Metal Hammer CD. That's how I heard. Um, I can't tell you what I've, I have it in the loft. Uh, eventually, I will get out all my Metal Hammer CDs, take some photos, and put them on um, on the Dear Download um, page, so you guys can see yeah. how many really old Metal Hammer CDs and Kerrang CDs I still have. But yeah, um, what what were your memories of this? Do you remember this at the time, or did you no. did you and, discover it after? You just had no well, idea. The first time I listened to it was yesterday or the day before. Ah, okay. Uh, but no, well, but um, no, no. Uh, yeah, go on. seriously, I'd I'd rec- I absolutely recognise the album cover. Um, I, oh really? Yeah, like I don't know why it just must have been everywhere at the time. Uh, everyone mm. listening to it plastered all over, like I said, uh, in in magazines and everything. So I do remember Definitely. the cover, and I what, what, what was the next one? But yeah, because well, 
looking at it, looking at the the songs they released, what was it just like my last serenade? Because I, I would, I would, I would say I've I've always been a fan of their singles that they've released. I've just always thought it's not the kind of music I would listen to all the time. So I never got any of their albums, never even listened to any of their albums until this one. Well, no, I have I've tried them, not not really properly listened to the albums until this one. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. <clears throat> well, I I would I. I they released um just quickly sorry they released fixation on the darkness and number days from this album i believe okay they were the two two singles well i'd never um, heard of them was the end of heartache the next one was that when the rose of sharon i think was the that first was that single i heard of yeah that's 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 next next album yeah, yeah okay uh but um so i i will be intrigued to know what what did you think of this i thought it was amazing i really did i was i was like why have i not listened to this before Awesome. Uh, yeah. That's not what I thought you were going to no, say. No. <laughs> um, well, I can't. Is it Temple from Within? I think. Uh, is it that one where it's got like a lot of sort of Scandinavian sounding sort of guitar jewel jewels or something like that? I can't remember. I believe so. Yeah. I'm surprised it's so far down in the album. I thought it was really early in the album, but like I was listening to it, thinking this is amazing. This is exactly the kind of thing I would normally listen to. Um, yeah. And I thought if if I heard though if I had heard this at the time if they had released this as a single I probably would would have been a fan since that day like by buying yeah. their albums and listening to everything they do um, but yeah I'd I'd never heard it so I was like yeah this is amazing I'm definitely going to listen to this a few more times to go back and hear a few more bits of the album that I've maybe missed at the time but uh, yeah no I well, thought you, it was really it, good that's great it's kind of weird that you say um, like Scandinavian because like at the time. Or I'd say any genre, almost any genre of music in the rock world, normally Scandinavian bands do it first. Yeah. And then American or British bands just rip it off. Yeah. And I think we talked about this before with yeah, Raunchy, yeah. where I said a lot of their songs sounded like loads of stuff from um, Bring Me the Horizon, Semper yeah, Eternal, yeah, only about 10 years before. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you right now, if, if there's a new sound or a specific sound, like this Killswitch Engage you know, metalcore sound. Metalcore was most definitely a thing taken from Scandinavian metal without a shadow of a doubt. I know the Americans really claimed it and made it big, but if you think about bands like, um, you know, like In Flames and At The Gates yeah. and bands like that, they were doing stuff years before Killswitch and Gage were, but I think the Americans took that sound and adapted it with the sort of hardcore stuff that had come up a lot in the states yeah. sort of gelled the two together you know made metalcore had that hardcore sound in american stuff that um sort of scandinavian metal riffage and just jammed the two together yeah and that's how bands like kill switch engage just popped up and just came and it was the best of both so you're literally like holy yeah. shit <laughs> yeah. it's got incredible singing and then absolutely disgusting riffs and loads of screaming and you're like well it's just the best of both worlds yeah. like perfect so yeah i can totally see scandinavian without a shadow of that because that would have had a huge influence on bands like this to begin with obviously it's you know got americanized and that's kind of that sound now but definitely that's really well noticed because i don't think a lot of people would have drawn from that okay but dude that's (laughs) awesome and you really liked it which i'm loving because (laughs) I, i legitimately think that this is um end of heartache is is probably just as good but, you know, this, that, and a couple of the... I mean, this is one of the best 
metalcore slash metal albums ever, I think. I think it's fantastic. Production, songwriting, lyrics, absolutely everything. So yeah. I'm really glad that you actually enjoyed I, it. I, which I, is I knew you'd be surprised and happy yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy now. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. Um but yeah, it's just a great album. And like you said, the cover is kind of iconic. Yeah. It does have that kind of look to it. And it wasn't like you said, it was in the magazines a lot. It would have been on the shelves in the stores. I think you know. it was on a lot of t-shirts as well. Maybe that's where I saw it the most. I didn't think of that. Oh, it probably was a lot of t-shirts. Nice, because like, that's when you had mm. you had like the back alley uh, CD shops that had all like the t-shirts hung up on the ceiling. I don't know if you still have. I, mean, I haven't seen one of those for years. No, but, but that I love those shops. Yeah. That is proper old school. Yeah. I love it, man. That's wicked. Um, but you know, another fact about this. Um, they and obviously this was brought out on a label we have talked about many times, which was Roadrunner Records. Um, you know, bands yeah. like this was, and yeah, Roadrunner yeah. at this time were just it was an up and coming, they were just killing it. Like yeah. they killed it all through the nineties, but they were absolutely killing it in the early two thousands. <clears> um so yeah, if you want to know more about Roadrunner Records, we've done a two part Roadrunner Records um episode. I can't remember which the episode numbers were, but Ooh. if you want to hear more about bands on Roadrunner, I wanna say go back and um Ah, uh, twelve, thirteen, or thirteen, fourteen. I can't remember. I was. I, be around I felt now, good right? knowing exactly what number the Iron Maiden was. When you, when you brought that <laughs> yeah, up, that was, I was really like, good. But no, I can't think. Maybe like ten and eleven. But yeah, go back and listen to that if um if you want, because yeah, we talk all about the the Roadrunner stuff because it's very very cool. But yes, uh, Live or Just Breathing, amazing album. If you're a Killswitch fan, and you haven't heard it. Where have you been? Uh, if you're a fan of metal, metalcore, or hardcore, go and check it out. Even Adam will vouch yeah. for the fact that you will not be disappointed. Yeah, good. <laughs> and I'm probably going to listen to more Killswitch Engage as well. Uh, more of their albums, Ooh. I think. Not just the and they're headlining Bloodstock next year. And I know that you'd want to go to a Bloodstock. I would want to go to a Bloodstock. So this, this could be your time. Be. <laughs> I'd like that, man. Hells yeah, I'll go with you. We'll watch Killswitch. It'll yeah. be great. Well, I'll we'll try and get passes because I can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will be too either, so... Don't worry, we'll get some passes yeah. for that one. Um, awesome, awesome, Mondo, bro. Um, right. Uh, well, should I just do it in the order I've got, or is there anything in particular you want to talk about? No, you do it in the order first. you've got. Yeah, do it in that order. Okay. Ne- n- next, I have um, Cold Chambers album, Dark Days. Oh, yeah, I didn't listen to that. Um, that was in my honorable men- honorable mentions list. Sorry, I I I I switched it up. Not at the last minute, but I did switch up. Sorry, so I screwed you on that one. So Adam yeah. did not listen oh, to yeah, this. So... I will recommend he does listen to it because it is very good. So yeah, well, when you sent it originally, it was in like a, a Google Drive document. I copied it and pasted yes. it into my own notes. I, I You probably changed it on the drive thinking I would see it. I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fine. Ah, no worries. It's all good. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, again, 2000, 2002, Cold Chambers, Dark Days. Um the weird thing about this album is, is at the time, and this is what I'm saying about new metal running out of of steam, because this got a scathing review in Kerrang at the time. Yeah. I think it got one k, really? and I remember that at that time, 2002, 2003, anything that was even related to sort of new metal started to get bad reviews because. It wasn't fashionable right. anymore. We've talked uh, about how Kerrang used to do yeah. that. Because in hindsight, this is by far, probably apart from the first album, the best Cold Chamber album, like song for song. Um, but obviously, 
just downtrodden at the time and i don't know why um but you, if you're gonna know songs you'll probably know fiend yeah. that was quite a big hit um something told me was quite a big one as well um and then rowboat which is a song that people see seem to go on about to this day because it's just so stupidly evil and just insane i know me and leader um from in search of sun just absolutely love this song <laughs> so much like hey, if I you want to listen to a really like yeah like really disgusting riff yeah. and then halfway through the song uh des is screaming at someone to get out of the rowboat it's just unbelievable you just have to listen to the song so just <laughs> okay. the one song from this album listen to rowboat because it's fucking <laughs> it's unreal um but yeah overall um just a really great album just amazing i love the cover with like the stick people on it um i think the album flows really well i listened to it again today and i was just like holy shit this is a really 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 good album something told me as well me, my brother's a big cold chamber fan we were as uh, uh, as kids we just fucking loved cold chamber and then devil driver came out and we yeah. were like oh my god this guy just can't do just can't do any wrong really <laughs> he just keeps <laughs> on making fucking because like this is 2002 and the first devil driver album came out the next year and that album is we've we me and you have talked about how much we fucking love that album before. Yeah. So, oh, it's fucking great, isn't it? So to go from this straight to that, uh, and it was kind of shitty. That I feel like reviews and stuff like that maybe were responsible for Cold Chamber ending at this time, which is a bit yeah. shitty. I know they've got back together since and they've done loads of shows and stuff, which is great. Um, but yeah, it was just a really it's just a really somber ending musically for how big this band were. And this band, you know, out of all bands were one of the first new metal bands. Yeah. There is no denying that. Cold Chamber were there right at the beginning, all the way right to the end. So I feel like they don't get enough credit for where they were. And they were there when the scene was the biggest. So yeah, it's cool that, De- that Devil Driver came out of that because musically they are superior. But I, I just, I don't think Cold Chamber get enough praise yeah. Yeah. for what I- they've done and how they influenced people. I can agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so yeah, so very good album. If you're a Cold Chamber fan, you'll probably be aware of this one. If not, go and check it out. Um, if you like any sort of dark new metal stuff, um, definitely go and check out Dark Days by uh, Cold Chamber. I recommend Fiend, Something Told Me, Dark Days and Rowboat from that album. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let me just get the next one up quickly. Okay. Uh, next album we will talk about will be uh, Paradise Lost's 2002 album, Symbol of Life. Um, did you get a chance to listen to this I one, did. dude? I own this one. Um, I don't think I listened to it much Maybe. at the time, but like when I put it on, I was like, oh, I recognize this. Uh, as I'm pretty yeah. sure I own it, although I'm not, it's got like a blue thingy on it, hasn't it? Um, all right, let me go and find it again. Sorry, it's all right, you crack on. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about it while you do that. So, yeah, so, uh, Paradise Lost Symbol Life, 2002. Um, the album before this, Believe in Nothing, was received really badly by everyone. Um, the fans didn't like it. The band didn't like it and have since remixed the album because okay. um, it was mostly the mix that they didn't like. Even though I don't think it's as bad as everyone made out um, and Believe in Nothing isn't that bad. But I think Symbol of Life, this album, is when they really sort of righted the ship because it still has all of the sort of synth-esque stuff that phase that they were going through through host to believe in nothing but this album added 
more heavy elements back into the sound, which people were saying that the band was really missing from the sort of synth-heavy stuff that they went through, uh, sort of late 90s. So this is... I, if I was going to recommend a Paradise Lost album to anyone, this would probably be one of the two that I would recommend. Because I think when you, as soon as you hear Isolate and Erased one after the other, you're thinking, this band's really yeah. good. Singer's really good. Music's really good. I really like yeah. it. Especially if you're into you know, the more dark side, gothy side of sort of, you know, metal for, you know, Paradise Lost, uh, you know, Typo Negative, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson. If you like any of that stuff, you will like this album because it is within that vein. Um, So, yeah. So when did you listen to it? Did you listen Uh, to it? uh, Two or three days ago, uh, I think. And um, yeah, no, I really liked it. I'm pretty sure I have it. It's up in the lock on CD. Like I said, I don't think I gave it much of a chance at the time. But as soon as I put it on, I definitely recognized Isolate and probably Erased yeah. as well. Um, and yeah. yeah, I really, really liked it. It was, it just sounded much more clearer than the last one you told me to listen to, told me to listen to, which was um, the 30 Years one. Oh, um, Shades of God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, as soon as I put it on, like I said, it just, it just sounded crisper, it sounded clearer. And I, and I really enjoyed it. This one, I, I didn't really before before this. I, I I hadn't really given many albums a chance other than one second. Although looking at this, I think I bought uh, the one after this, Paradise Lost, self-titled as well. Mm, that's a good album. And I think I, I reckon because I, I I wanted to get into them a lot of the time. I reckon I probably bought both of these at the same time, listened to both of them, and then listened to the Paradise Lost one more. Uh, yeah, because I, I thought it was better at the time, so I was like, right, yeah, I'm playing this one all the time, and I'm obsessed over that album. But I need to listen to it to work it out if I did or not, because I can't remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it because it is, yeah, it is really, really good album, really good dark synths, good vocals, just really, really well written songs. And at the end of the album, has a cover of um, Small Town Boy, which is easily one of the best, um, you know rock slash metal covers of a of an 80s song ever done i think it's absolutely fantastic um but yeah all the way through this um i'd say if you were going to listen to it i'd recommend isolate erased um no celebration and symbol of life as the songs i think that stand out for me from this album but as a whole really really good album really good phase of paradise lost as well like adam said the album after this paradise lost might be even better than this album um and they've just—I just think they've just continued since, and just album off, bang mm-hmm. after banger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really good album, and I'm glad that Adam enjoyed it and liked it. Wow, I look did. at all the musical. Yeah. <laughs> you're listening to those shit. You're like, yeah, man, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, I love it. Right. Uh, let me get the next one up. I think I'm going to surprise you this this episode quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I, I, I'm so excited already. I've already got a huge smile on my face. Um, Okay, next album I'd like to talk about is Audio Slave. Audio Slave. No, I, the I first... moved that to honorable mentions. Let's skip it. Okay, let's skip it. Yeah. <laughs> but but Audio I wasn't Slave. A fan. Audio Slave. Okay. You weren't I'll, a fan. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll surprise you for the rest of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, no, okay. 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 I've never liked Audio Slave. I thought he was very whiny, and they put the album on, and he's still very whiny. And I was just like, no, I, I'm not. I don't want. To, I don't like listening to audio. So you're not a Soundgarden fan, no, then? I'm not. So you don't because you, you like Rage. So the music didn't do anything for no. you. 
No, I didn't. <laughs> no. no, I'm sorry. Okay, because essentially it is Rage Against the Machine with a different singer. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I've heard that. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. sound like them. It sounds like no, whiny. no. There's there's sort of ragey parts in it. Well, yeah, whiny. So this is the thing. Whiny. The guitars whiny. The drums are. Whiny. Can I just say that Adam <laughs> has called Chino Moreno and Chris Cornell two of the best singers. In the genres that we listen to, <laughs> both of them apparently are whiny. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Carry on. What are you it. talking about? Um, for, uh, uh, okay. Well, first of all, I didn't even know that this these guys were a band. Corey Taylor had, I think it was a Metal Hammer, had his own section where he talked about music and bands and albums that he'd listened to. And he recommended this as a really, really good album. He said, oh, the new Audio Slave album's fantastic. Obviously, it's their first one. So he just said, you know, their album. And yeah. then I think I heard um, Cochise on um, on Kerrang! And I was like, oh, this is Audio Slave. This is the band that he's talking about. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go out and buy the album. Bought the album. I still consider this to be an absolutely incredible album all the way through. Uh, Cochise, Show Me How to Live. Oh, Gasoline, Like a Stone, Set It Off, I Am the Highway. There's too many good songs on this album. It is absolutely fantastic. I'm sure a lot of people would agree with me. But also, I will say on Adam's defence, you know, I can see why people wouldn't like this album. But if you take Rage Against the Machine and then you throw Chris Cornell in there, 99% of the time you can't really lose. (laughs) <laughs> so I was I, I was blown away when I knew when I found out you know who the personnel of the album actually was because um I just thought it was Audio Slave I didn't know you know they were from any other bands and I was like oh yeah. no that is that's Chris Cornell's voice and I was like wow okay fucking awesome <laughs> um yeah so really good I think Show Me How to Live um and Like a Stone Like a Stone is man that st- that that song still hits me in the feels even now listen to it and I'm like oh come on. Chrissy boy, you're doing it to me again. <laughs> you're making me have feelings again. <laughs> you're making me have fe- feelings. are like your mother's breasts. You know where they are, but they're best left unfelt. I think that's for the best, yeah. <laughs> I don't normally have many feelings, but that song yeah. uh, certainly tickles me somewhere. But yeah, really good yeah. album. Um, I'm sure if you're an Audio Slave fan, you would already know about this. But uh, if you like Reggie Gets Machine or Soundgarden, Chris Cornell, or, you know, if you like, for instance, I mean, I could compare his voice to, if you like Alter Bridge, Miles Kennedy, that sort of stuff, I think you might enjoy this as it's in a very similar vein to that kind of stuff. Um, but we skip past this because Adam just has the most disgusted yeah. look at his face well, ever. Well, I was, I was going to join in and say, if, if you like having fun, don't listen to this <laughs> album. If you like... <laughs> <coughs> oh my uh, God. Yeah, sorry, next one, next one, go on. Next one, uh, next album we move on to is Queen of the Stone Ages 2002 album Songs for the Deaf which did which did have Dave Grohl on drums as we mentioned before on this album which is why it's um, just relentless on the drums Um, did you listen to this one? yes I never I never liked Queens of the Stone Age until I listened to this album (laughs) fucking hell he's pulling them out today isn't he? Um, so the, the, I think, well, I was going to say the only song I'd heard was the second song, I believe, which is that whiny single that they did. Uh, no one knows. Yeah. 
I don't like although it did it did give me feels of Guitar Hero, so that was good. Um, but there was another one along the album that I knew as well, which I was surprised. Probably go with the flow. That was a big song yeah. at the time. Uh, but it starts off really fucking heavy, and he's screaming, isn't he? The first yeah. song, and then the second one is obviously that no one knows. The third song, first it give us that's a completely oh, different style such a tune. as well. It's like they keep changing how. Um, well, yeah, I, I don't actually know the songs in it because I just I just remembered that there's loads of little intermission bits in it. Yeah, in it's there. like a ra- it's like a radio yeah. playing all the way through, sort of just fixing uh, the album together. Yeah, and I wasn't sure I, I, are they tracks on their own or are they on the end of some tracks or the beginning? Of no, others? they're on. They're just. I, I think there's one or two of them that's little bits, but the rest of it are sort of ta- on the end cool. of songs. Because, cool. yeah, I was going to say, I don't know the actual names of the songs that I listen to, really. I'm just reading it now. <laughs> and I don't want to be saying, like, the name of a radio bit as a song and sound like yeah. a twat. But, yeah, no, like, I really got a... Uh, I'm stealing your thunder here because you're usually quite good. Sorry. I, I'm just going on go and for, on and on. Go for it. You go, um, for, go, 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 go. I got real cold vibes from this, from this album. Okay. Um. Definitely from there was definitely like two, three, maybe four songs that could have been on. It could have been a Cold song uh, as a band. We've spoken about Cold before. We're both um, a fan of them back when they were around. But yeah, if, yeah. if I, I would say if you like this album, <laughs> go and listen to Cold's uh, Year of the Spider. Mm. There, uh, you, I think you would like it. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I can. I, now that you've said that, I can definitely hear similarities between the two. Uh, and I think you're right. This album goes and i think that's the hardest thing to do as a band is have an album that goes everywhere yeah it doesn't it's still you but it's also loads of stuff yeah um which this band are great at and like i said having dave Grohl on the drums really doesn't do anyone any harm um because he's just so incredible um but i think that josh home and the rest of the guys done a really excellent job i mean i would say queens of the stone age fans would probably consider rated r which was the album before this to probably be a better album but okay. i think songs for death this is where queens of the stone age really jumped out because the musos knew about rated r i think in um i think in metal hammer and kerrang in like 2000 rated r was was voted best album but no one had a clue who queens of the stone age were right. um, i think it was very like muso thing but this album is where they really stepped out into the light and no one knows was such a massive hit yeah. Um, Go With The Flow was a huge hit as well and they really <clears throat> sort of came out and obviously having Dave Grohl like I said before drumming for you really doesn't um, hurt you in any way so that would have got them um, much more <clears throat> excuse me um, attention as well but yeah this is a really 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 great album if you like any sort of alternative rock stuff you know there's there's, there's a dazzle of metal in there there's a dazzle of there's just everything in this album it really is great um, yeah yeah uh, you think I ain't worth a dollar, but I feel like a millionaire. Great song. No one knows great song. First to give us great song. Song for the Dead, brilliant. Um, and Go With The Flow. They're the, the songs that I would recommend you listening to. But I'm sure if you've been to any sort of rock club, you'll know no one knows because it still yeah. gets played in clubs to this day. And deservedly so. It's a great, great, um, great song. Great album. Bloody awesome. Uh, shall we move on? Yes. And as I said before, with that okay. um, with that Queens of the Stone Age one, again, it's second album, and that was a really good, strong second album. A lot of bands yeah. struggle with second albums. Um, and again, we're talking about another second album here, 
which is Papa Roaches 2002, Love, Hate, Tragedy, all one word. That's very, you know, it's not a new thing, people. They, yeah, they look were... at this. Oh, no. What? Uh, well, you said about Saliva having an album in 2001 or 2002. So did Papa Roach, 2001 for Infest, 2002 for Love, Hate, Tragedy. I thought they did one a year for four years, but there's one in the middle of this. Potatoes for Christmas in two thousand and three. I have never heard of this. Before. Oh yeah, that's um, the you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to do that. It's yeah. not really a proper album. It's more of an EP. Yeah, but yeah, that's what it looked like to start with. But yeah, fuck that one. Um, Love Hate Tragedy. Did you yeah, get a I chance? Love this album. Oh, what? I didn't listen to it. Really? I didn't. I didn't listen to it because I didn't get. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, and I I, I saved it to last because I already knew it. I, I I listened to it loads when it was first out, so I didn't actually get time to actually go back and listen to it this time around but i mean yeah it's a fucking yeah, incredible album really good I, I i concur again didn't get rave reviews at the time i i think it took this one took a real step away from the sort of rappy real new metally thing this one adds sort of more rock elements into it than going for straight you know rap metal new metal stuff um, and I know yeah. that I said before, like, you know, new metal was really starting to grind on, at, on people at this time. A lot of the stuff still is v- very, very new metal and of the time, but they started to add more stuff into it. And you can kind of see that Papa Roach, that's why Papa Roach have, I think, have been one of the most consistent bands album wise is they're never afraid to throw stuff in and to move away from stuff that has got stale. They haven't just gone, oh, you know, just like Linkin Park, for instance, you know, Link, like I always remember Mike Shinoda saying after the Meteora and they've done Minutes to Midnight, which was a huge step away. They're like, because anyone can make Meteora now. Anyone can sound yeah. like Linkin Park. So <clears throat> we'll still sound like Linkin Park, but there'll be a load of other bands that will just sound like Linkin Park. So what's the point? So that's why they yeah. Linkin yeah. Park changed so much from, you know, the first album to the last album. But that's how you stay, you know, uh, relevant and you know how you can keep evolving as a band i think that's more interesting than sounding the same all the way through um and i think Papa Roach are one of the bands that have done that brilliantly all through their career um and this yeah. is sort of the first footstep away from you know the one sound that actually got them really big in the first place um but yeah there's some oh, some great songs in this album um life's a bullet's gate oh, time and time again walking through barbed wire Born with nothing, die with everything, which is that riff is absolutely killer. It's so good. <clears throat> if you're a guitarist, yeah, listen to Born with Nothing, Die with Everything if you're a guitar player, because I think that that riff is really, really good. Uh, she Loves Me Not, really good. Code of Energy, oh, Love Fight Tragedy. There's there's so many fantastic wow, songs yeah. on this. It's it's just a really good, solid album. Like I said, wasn't that hot at the time. People thought it was too much of a step away from infest but like adam i was a huge fan of this album at the time i like infest i think infest might be a better album in hindsight but i feel like from my point of view i like this album more <laughs> i i would say love hate tragedy yeah infest, infest is great don't get me wrong it's brilliant i think you can listen to both all the way through i think pop roach are just yeah. one of those bands i, I think they just every album has something it has some sort of yeah. depth to it that's worth listening to and i think that's what pop roach do really really well but yeah this is an, a, an excellent album 
really hilarious cover as well. I remember thinking at the time, what the fuck, what the hell is this cover, man? It's just a baby with headphones doing the devil <laughs> horns and then Puffer Oach. Um, and I like the way Love Hate Tragedy is all, you know, merged together. So it's Love Hate Tragedy, which is really cool. Um, what a lot of bands do now, where they merge stuff together to make it look cool. Puffer Oach were doing it 20 years ago. So I don't think I've ever even noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, really cool. cool. I like it. I like I like little, little just little bits like that. Um, so yeah. yeah, if you're a Pop Roach fan and you haven't listened to it, go back and give it a listen. I'm sure you've heard uh, singles like "She Loves Me Not" and "Time and Time Again." But I promise you, the time album is again, yeah, yeah or... the album is worth it. And yeah, if you're not um, a Pop Roach fan and you want to get into Pop Roach, go check it out. It might be a really good place for you to start. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Sorry, going back to what you were saying about how they've changed. I've always said that, like every album is just a little bit different to the last yep. one. But if you, I think this was probably like 10 years ago when I first started saying it, I was going to say like, and I said, but if you listen to the first album and the most recent album, they sound nothing alike, but oh, each one yeah. has just a little step. And it was, I think they're just the way yes, they did that was amazing. I do too. I think they're, they're, uh, I still think, you know, uh, Pup, you think about Pup Roach, you think they're a big band. I still don't think they're as big as they should or could be. Um, no. You know, you think about all the incredible albums they do. I mean, they should be headlining festivals, but they're obviously not. Um, but it'd be great yeah. to have them at Download. Their new album, yeah. was, Ego yeah, Trip, was definitely. really good as well. So, um, yeah, I'd love to see them at Download this year. Um, but okay, let's... Um, this year? Next year. It's next year, not now. It's not next this year, year Simon. Yeah. <laughs> it's not this year, buddy. Uh, okay, now let's talk about our final mm. album um of of this discussion uh, and i'm sure it's an album that a lot of you will know it is finch's 2002 album what it is to burn adam did you listen have you did you listen at the time where you were a fan or is it your first time round? uh i listened to it uh, i think yesterday or the day before i'm not sure if i listened to it at the time when it was first out i obviously knew the single from her letters to you and i absolutely loved yep. that song uh i know i'm not sure if i had access to to the album though at the time i definitely i definitely didn't own it um it's probably something i've i've heard heard the album though i i, I must have because like you said it, it was a massive album everyone it loved it at the time as soon as i put it on i was like oh i forgot how good yeah finch oh my were. god amazing literally yeah what, what an absolute just a feel-good band yeah. as well, aren't they? So overall, you, 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 you. So did you listen to it, sort of new now, not knowing pretty, that many songs? Much. On it? Yeah. Wow. Although I don't know, it's weird. I, I, like I said, I must have heard. You probably the heard time, it subliminally yeah. at the time. People yeah, were listening like to it. Just in, in in other people's cars or something like that, because I, I couldn't drive at this point, you know. So I probably did hear it at the time. It's not something that stuck. I never fully got into them, but you know they they were good. They were really good. Like I said, feel good band. I listened to the first few few songs of the the album, and I was saying to Kelly across the room, like because I was doing a different thing to her. <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot how good they were. You know, yeah. It's such a oh, good I album. think this is very much a landmark album because this is when emo, and I know they're not a full emo band, but they do have huge emo ele- elements to them. It's like it's like Glassjaw. If Glassjaw done emo, that's essentially what Finch are. But this okay. is when emo started to creep in, and you know after this, you know Alexis on Fire, My Chemical Romance, all of this stuff started to get to where it should be. And in the next couple of years, 
emo took over the scene completely. But this is when you first started to see, like I'm saying, that transition away from the new metal and other stuff starting to creep in. The metal core kill switch was starting yeah. to creep in. The Finch sort of emo core stuff was starting to sort of worm its way through the sort of new metal dust and into you know what was going to come next and i think that this was one of those albums this was a real look into the future to what where the actual music scene was actually going to go um and over i mean overall it's still now an absolutely fantastic sounding the production's great songs are fantastic vocals on this album are absolutely unreal even to this day one thing i did hear about finch at the time and I don't know if it's true, but apparently they were really, really shocking live. Really? I No, I never heard If that. anyone listening ever got to see Finch, please tell us if they were bad. Because I heard they were bad, but then when I heard them on YouTube, they sounded really good. So I never knew, was there some middle ground or was it like they just done loads of bad gigs and then they got good? Or did they get good and then never, I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. But I think... Talking about the second album thing, obviously this was Finch's... I'm not sure if... The, I know this was their first major album. Don't know if they had any before. But they never quite reached the heights of this album again. And I know that their second no. album, Bite Marks and Bloodstains, is good. But I think that after this, they really struggled to sort of just catch on from the fire that was this album. In fact, like an exact opposite of Papa Roach, where... You, yeah. you know you try and push and go and obviously you know it probably just didn't work out or you know sometimes labels don't push albums and you, know, you never know behind the scenes what could have happened but if you were just to take a snapshot of this album i mean it's a it's a wow album it really is and there'll probably be people now you know young people that probably have no idea who finch are or what this album is fuck off yeah no, you're right. And I and no, I don't know, you know, I don't know. Would would an eight would an eighteen year old and I, you know, everyone's musical taste is different, but I'm just saying if you take a you know, say a, a new eighteen year old or sixteen or whatever sort of teenage age that's just got into sort of, you know, heavy ish music, would they listen to this and think that it was good? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you if they would think that this is good. Like <laughs> I really don't know. That is a re- really interesting question. Yeah, yeah really interesting like, to say. W- would they? <laughs> do, do they yeah. even know who Glassjaw is? Probably do, not. <laughs> do we have any? Yeah, if we have any younger listeners, it would be awesome to hear from you actually, and and yeah, and to hear if if you know or uh, who who Finch are, because looking looking at their album, the albums then they've done like three albums. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go for uh, yeah. Two thousand and two was what is to burn. Say hello to sunshine in two thousand and five. And then not another album until 2014, and they did what it is to burn X. Is that a new album or is that no? It's a live album. So they did they did three albums, but this was a massive, massive album at the time. Yes, huge. it was. They were they, massive. They were huge. Yeah, really, really big. Who, 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 who did you see at? Ah, uh, oh, where was it? Said the Boring Band. Um, the Boring. Oh, Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World. Or Jimmy I Eat Boring, put, as I referred to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I would put Finch in the same sort of level as Jimmy Eat World. 
And they obviously carried on, and they're still yeah. headlining festivals. Yeah. If if not be very boringly, but yeah, they are still headlining <laughs> festivals. <laughs> very, very boring. I was nearly asleep after the first couple of songs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I get what you mean totally. If you if you were to go back to the time and listen to this, I would have genuinely told you that I think that Finch would have gone on to be a very big band just through. Yeah the sort of songwriting, the songs, and the overall quality of this album. Um, you know, Say Hello to the Sunshine is... Say Hello to the Sunshine... Yeah, Say Hello to the Sunshine is good. I feel like they waited a long time there. I mean, three years is a long time to not do it. I know you've got to tour it, and you've got to do all that stuff. But I, I feel like they just didn't grab hold of the fire from this album. I think they le- they probably yeah. leached off of it too long rather than jumping on and trying to boost themselves from it. Because... I cannot understate how huge this album was. Like this was a massive album at the time. It really was huge. Everyone I know had this album. Everyone I know listened to this album. So it's it's hard to feel like it's hard to think that bands like this didn't go on to do bigger and better things because at the time I was really hoping that they would. But obviously yeah. it didn't work out. But as a snapshot from 2002 and even now, this album really holds up, even 20 years later. This is a really good emo slash emo core album and the beginning of a genre of music that would eventually completely surpass, um, you know, all the stuff that came before it. So, yeah, I mean, I would recommend from this album, New Beginnings, Letters to You, um, Awake, Stay With Me. Oh, Stay With Me, so good. Three Simple Words and, of course... Um, what it is to burn, which is an incredible, incredible song. That's it. Yeah. Go and go and listen to Finch because more people should be listening to this band. Yeah. Twenty years later. There's, oh, there must be so many bands like that. I never even thought of thought of that. Uh, you've obviously you've obviously seen the the memes saying people like Blink One Eighty Two are now dad rock mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But there's so many bands like Finch, uh, like that have just sort of fizzled out. All American Rejects haven't heard anything about them for a long time and, and i can't imagine they they are sort of they've got a load of bangers though they had they had a lot of hits singles yeah. for quite a number of years so yeah yeah you kind of could put them in the same thing they probably went done a lot more than finch did though in hindsight yeah but but would they still get played would they still get listened to by people who that's a good you know, point never heard of them that's a very good point yeah i don't know yeah, I do like all well, American music. People they obviously won't get listened to by listened to by people who've never heard of them because they don't know to search for them. That is a stupid thing to say, but you, you know what I mean. I yeah, said, I said something stupid last episode, and like when I was editing editing it, I was like, "How did I say that?" And then just carry on talking, and like that was ridiculous. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't it didn't register at the time. That's why so I have to correct that now. Um, I mean. <clears throat> All American yeah. Rejects first album because it's a good comparison to be made was the year after this. So I told yeah, you that kind of emo rock thing was really starting to sort of push its way through. So yeah, yeah, you'll probably see if we do a 2003 and 2004 within the next coming years, you'll probably see more and more of that stuff creep its way into sort of 20ish years ago. Yeah. So yeah. But then bands like. Uh, bands like The Used, you know, they're still going. But I can't imagine people will really hear much about them unless they're already a fan and they're looking for it. 
because they, they, they were never huge, huge, were they? And, and there's loads of bands. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge used high. fan. I, I, yeah. I put on the Discord. Are there any yeah, used fans? Yeah, because I, I was listening, yeah, to um to artwork and yeah. in the gym, I was like, I oh, fucking love this album so much. It's so good. What was the album I really liked that Kelly didn't like? I'm gonna find it now. Uh, and then we will have to go because <laughs> we said we were gonna do these as short episodes. Um, so what? It was not long after we moved into this house, so about five years ago. It's got to be the Canyon. I think that's when I. Re- I'm gonna listen to it again. I think I really liked the Canyon, and Kelly, mm. Kelly was never a fan of it. I don't know why, because she's that, that's her favorite band to use. Heartwork. I haven't listened to that much. Before. Oh, Heartwork's really good. That's the the last one. It's really good. My favorite yeah. two used albums: Artwork, not Heartwork. Artwork yeah, yeah. and Lies for the Liars. Those two albums are the tits. The bird literally, and the worm. they're literally the tits. Those two albums. Pretty handsome. Awful. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to some more of them. Yeah, it's good. Okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, there's loads more we can talk about, and I'm glad because we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and we just keep coming up with ideas, like you keep saying. We want to do another gaming, a, a gaming crossover one as well now. So, um, like I said earlier, if you if you know any, if you listen to any gaming podcast, and send them our way. Uh, but I think that's it's probably about the time we should start uh, closing up shop right about now. Yeah. I'm pulling the shutters down. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready to close up once again. <laughs> That's right, sorry. Uh, but yeah, before we go, uh, just one last thing, obviously. Uh, try and get onto the Discord if you can. It'd be great to have you guys on there with us voting for um, the ultimate lineup and just having a general chit-chat about stuff. Like Adam said, he's going to add um, a new gaming section on there as well. So we'll we'll talk about games and all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. So the link to that will be in the description. Um, I'm sure we'll probably share it on social media somewhere or something. Yes. Yeah, we'll, yes, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. But as, as well, come holler at us on all the, you know, Facebook, Insta, Twitter. Um, come and help us out. You know, likes, shares. Um, we just, we love chatting to people about the show and people are messaging us. And, you know, eventually we do message you back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we do. Yeah, and we sorry. will, you know, if you've got something to say, message us because we will, you know, we will say it and discuss it on the show. And um, yeah. we just want you lot more involved in these shows. I mean, we know we're doing something right when people are getting annoyed that we're not releasing episodes quick enough. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so the other person actually, well, well, we're saying that the other person is Alexander on uh, on the Discord. The guy who got married on the Thursday at download. Yeah, asking in the Discord when when it was going to be out. I was like, <laughs> ah, not this week, I'm afraid. And next week, I'm really sorry. So that's good. We, we we're doing we're doing something right. So yeah, come holler at us all that. Um, you know, send us an email if you want as well. Like Adam said before, dear download two thousand and three two zero zero three gmail dot com. So come holler us at all that. Um, yeah. and yeah, just uh, if this is your first time here and your first episode listening. <clears throat> Please go back and listen to the others. We've got tons of awesome episodes before this. I know it seems like a lot, but trust me, go back to some of those. You really won't regret it. We, we've had a fantastic time doing some of those, haven't we, Ad? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's been so good. Uh, episode 31. We didn't actually make a big thing out of it this time. Uh, we'll make a big thing out of it at this point, <laughs> right at the end. Um, yeah, like, well, when you said about uh, the Roadrunner Record ones, I was like, was it really like in the early tens? It doesn't I think feel it was. Like that long ago. Yeah, I know. But I think it was. I think it was like ten or eleven or something like that. It's ridiculous. So uh, yeah, we're having a blast doing this. 
Like Simon said, come and join us on all the social medias, Discord, anything you want. Shout at us, tell us what we're doing wrong, tell us what we're doing right. Yeah, but we should, uh, should go now. And um, <laughs> I, I loved it. Thank, I we should thank... go now. I think that is very correct. We should go now. Because yeah. we're both starting to get a bit giddy and the episode yeah. will just go on forever if we're like this. Yeah. Uh, next episode, we are doing albums that turn 10 years old. Um, and so the plan was to do shorter episodes and do one a week instead of one every two weeks. We haven't done short episodes. <laughs> so uh, probably be in two weeks time. Yeah. Or I don't know if you want to record next week as well. Yeah, um, whatever. Don't mind. Should I give people yeah. a quick little tease of what we've got coming up next week? Just mention some bands. Okay. So some bands. Three Days Grace. Deftones. Shine Down, Linkin Park. That's all I'm going to say. I will say nay more than that. So that's albums turning 10 years old. So that will be 2012. And that's what we'll be talking about on the yeah. next episode. Yeah. Let's say two weeks. Because uh, we've done these in two. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks time. Yep. Because you've got enough content in here to keep you going. <laughs> if, if if you get to the end of it. Just, just start, start it, again. it again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> just keep going back, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent well thank you for listening this has been great uh i i love talking about music it's just yeah i can't i can't explain it i can't explain it anymore going through these albums has been awesome yes. so i can't wait to the next one as well we gotta go so that is goodbye from simon goodbye and goodbye from me goodbye <laughs>